Hey everyone, welcome to episode 34 of 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff. And today is Tuesday, but Wednesday for you, and probably the first time in the new year of 2017 that Florida is starting to feel like Florida winter, and thank goodness. I've been waiting impatiently and happy it's finally here. So if you're not currently living in Florida, and judging by some of the weather maps around the country, we're sorry and we send our condolences, but in our defense, we've waited a long time and summer is as long as winter is there. So, um, so I don't think we're getting a lot of empathy from anyone. No, I don't think so. It never really do. And it's, uh, it's almost like putting a, po- you, you know, if you give a weather update from Florida in the wintertime, it's usually about as good as putting on a political post on yeah. Facebook or social media. It doesn't usually uh, work out so well. So we're going to, we're going to switch things up this week and uh, mess with the uh, order of the uh, program a little bit. And so we're going to jump right into, um, the normalcy of what we talked about this past week. We continued with, uh, generosity and our final installment of the generous life series and um, the generosity follow through. And that makes me nervous because well, there's one more, there is one more. Is there there's, one more? I thought this was the last no, one. There's one on February 4th. It feels like it. It's right. Oh, okay. So we'll <laughs> Jeff see. is going to speak on February 4th and clear up everything I've said. <laughs> oh, well, well then, you know, see now put that down in your this, calendar because you're not going to want to miss it that. It may be more of an addendum. Maybe. <laughs> Okay. What Andy meant to say in January. (laughs) Yeah. So don't, don't, don't go too serious with that. So, um, that will, I stand corrected. We'll have one more after this, but when you start talking about follow through, that sounds like there's responsibility and and unfun things that come along (laughs) with the follow through. And it kind of sounds like we're going from talking the talk to walking the walk. Is that a fair assumption? I think that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you started off with, I mean, when you said everyone who want, you know, raise your hand, practice raising your hands. I think everyone's going to have it. Did everyone raise their hand? Yeah, I couldn't see. I'm pretty much pretty everybody. Much all, the, all the honest people did. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I looked around while I was saying it and, did you? and, and I was coaxing a few more. And I said, come on, be honest. <laughs> we all have unfinished products. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, I mean, how long is our unfinished projects list? I mean, you know, whether that's a personal inventory or a honeydew list or a litany of other work items that could be in, and I, that just makes me cringe to even think about that. My wife is going to start her garden one of these days and we all can't wait for fresh veggies from the garden and a garage with a functioning workshop storage facility and housing at least one car is mine. That's Still, yeah. still yeah. waiting. Uh, and then, you know, I had to, I mean, I literally had to just bust out laughing when you put up the picture of the majesty, majesty tower. That is just yeah. for the whole congregation. That was, a, that was a, I was overwhelmed with his response to that. <laughs> and for those of you that may not be local, it's a, uh, it's a high rise building that was supposedly going to be done from beginning to end and all be paid for in cash for by a local televangelist here. And it just hasn't really worked out. I think exactly oh, the way man. it's How many years. Well, oh, have, it's been since I've been here. Yeah, we've been here 16, 15, 16 yeah. years this summer, and it, it was already in the works when we got here. So it's uh, it's one of those uh, reminders every day when you drive by. So, But good intentions versus reality, making sure that we're hitting the mark for – you know, our mm-hmm. marks and maybe more importantly, the uh, being sure that the generosity God has given us and blessed us with and that he's called us to be a part of, making sure it's hitting his mark. That raises yeah. the stakes. It, it's a really, uh, as I was listening and applying it to my own life, it's a very, this is a, not an easy thing. I mean, we talk about unfinished projects in our life and and different things we want to accomplish. But this is so different because we're talking about um, 
a spirit that I believe God puts within us. And so I look at myself as a parent. I go through life as a parent, never, ever thinking about not wanting to be generous with my children. Yeah. So there's, there's never any um, feeling or emotion or relational response that makes me want to stop that kind of generous, generous uh, life. So whenever they ask, I want, I want to give, I want to be a part of that. Um, however, when Andy was talking about, <laughs> you know, as we relate to church, there's so many different things that happen during that time. And so our emotions get in the way of that. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think our, our conviction towards certain things, we, we sometimes go, yeah, that's a really, we get passionate about it. And then something through our week, you know, when we all of a sudden have to write that check and all of a sudden something goes on that week that changes that right. conviction. And all of a sudden we feel differently about it. Yeah. I, I think of the story of, of Ananias and Sapphira. Well, that's what I was going to say yeah. is Ananias and Sapphira. You wonder, I, nobody ever, nobody talks about, you wonder about how excited they were and the emotions yeah. of deciding to give this gift. We're going to sell this land and we're going to give this gift to church and how they were all excited about it. And what happened between there <laughs> and then lying about what they really got for the property and what they gave? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so, and and part of and I'm I don't want to say that I didn't get, but I think maybe this is a good opportunity, Andy, because I I feel like there was a piece that I wanted to hear more about, and that is how do we track this a little bit better in our lives? Um, and as I was going through, I was as I went home, and I was thinking how. Because it's not an it's not an emotional thing. I want to keep going. Uh, it's actually this uh, the conviction along with the commitment of saying I'm in a relationship with a God who gives me everything. And you mentioned that in terms of this is the God that says I am I have given you everything you could ever hope for or ever need. And um, and so now I my response is how do I cheerfully keep that that emotion? But also, how do I spiritually keep that commitment? Yeah, and I think part, I think a big piece of it is intentionality. Mm-hmm. One of the parts of this passage is Paul was sending Titus and these other fellows to back to Corinth to get the gift ready so when he came, it would be ready to be received. You'll have all your money there. I don't, I don't want you to, have to go run around trying to get it together when I get there. And that was really a, a step of intentionality. How do I plan my generosity so that it's not an, it's not just an emotional decision? It is it is a very intentional, thought through prayed over, carefully, you know, considered uh, moment of generosity. Mm-hmm. On their end, there was a level of trust I think he was trying to yeah. instill upon, upon them. Um, and But then you you spoke, too, about habitual, you know, put it, make it as part of your life, a habit. Right. And um, and so I'm, I'm thinking, you know, that's it, – it crosses all of those behavioral, relational, spiritual, emotional, crosses all of those things. And I'm thinking – Boy, being a cheerful giver isn't you know it's you just want it to you just want it to be a, a you know a, a done easy a thing. moment thing yeah. yeah well but what about I mean transactional generosity um, mm-hmm. you spent a, you spent a little time there in other words maybe the shortened version giving to get right you know I'm in this for what's in it for me but you know and what you just what you know Jeff what you just talked about I mean for someone that's new to this whole generosity thing I mean they're going okay well. Andy kind of threw the gauntlet out there and we're going to you know take this for a test drive but that that's a lot to balance where you know how am I going to set myself up like you said I mean to um 
I mean, if you don't have this all figured out, where do you start? Where your heart might not be in that place where, like Jeff, you just said, they had the trust. You know, they had some mm-hmm. trust things going. And obviously, I think most of us have some trust things when that yeah, bill comes yeah. in you didn't expect and all those kinds of things. But how do you? Is it okay to start from a place of transactional yeah. generosity if that's if that's like, listen, I'm gonna. I think I'm, this might be something in it for me to make me feel good. Maybe well, even at there the must base. be some room for that. Malachi seems to say, <laughs> yeah. you, you give your tithe, God's gonna open up the storehouse of heaven and right. bless yeah. you out, kind of thing. So there is some of that transactionally, but I, I really think a lot of it is more than about being the moment of generosity. Is determining to be a generous person. That, that part of who yeah. I am is just I talked about several weeks ago about I'm going to be a contribution I'm going to I'm going to be a generous person then then I don't have to wrestle through each of each of the pieces of generosity as much because I now decide oh I'm being a little penurious here versus generous and so maybe I should think about generosity because that's I, I want to be a generous person that's who I want to be yeah. and and that oftentimes. The moment, the moment of spending money on something else, or spending time or talent on something else that, that's not as valuable to us, really. But in the moment, it sort of just catches us. I think about time, for instance. Yeah, you know, you, you get home, you're tired. It's easy to blow two hours watching a movie. Yeah, uh, as opposed to investing that in something that's really important to us that we really want that's bigger than that. And so that's all part of the same sort of life management to be a generous, a generous person in general. So, but what, and so for someone, let's say that is going like, okay, I'm pretty good at the time and I'm pretty good at the talent. I I can do those, but the treasure, eh, (laughs) that makes it a little bit more difficult. But, you know, when you talked about, you know, last week that, you know, giving from the abundance, not putting yourself at a negative just mm-hmm. to try to, to get this all going, not being the uh, generosity martyr, not trying to achieve that status. <laughs> but, you know, maybe they can start in a place where, you know, it's kind of a no pressure, let's start small, joyful giving and just in, and then work our way into, and I mean, this is a learning process like anything well, and, else, right? And again, I, I think oftentimes our American way is, <laughs> is the big deal. Yeah, you know, we, we if a person sends off a bottle rocket on the Fourth of July, it's like, oh, that was nice, you know. We, we want, we know, but we want a full blown, you know, grand finale Disney show to really be the thing. And I think the same thing is true with our generosity. We sort of, because we're used to thinking about the big deal, we think about we got to do this gigantic, generous thing. Yeah, uh, maybe we just decide that for this week, I'm never going to let the person behind me have to hold the door for themselves. I'm just going to open the door for them. Yeah, uh, that that's going to be my generosity move for the week. Um, and then maybe I'm going to maybe I'm going to take on a Ch- Compassion International child or something and sponsor somebody for a couple of twenty twenty five or thirty dollars a month. That's not some kind of gigantic going to change my life economically, but it's something that I can begin to plant that seed of generosity in myself. Sure. Uh, and I think one of the really great places to practice is with family and workmates who who rub us the wrong way. Um, yeah, if you can do that, right? Th- if we can, if we can practice that generosity with them by being by being generous with them in their moment of ungenerosity with us, <laughs> it begins to set that that just that pattern down. How do I live a generous life? Yeah. You know, one of the things as you were you're talking about this is Jesus was, I think, sh- sharing this with his disciples, and it went on through um, um, the apostles, is that it was such an important thing for their name to be carried on. In other words, if you were to have children, then your legacy would continue through them. And I think Jesus was trying to help them to realize that you're that that's important, that's good, but the legacy of who you are as a generous person. Mm-hmm is even more important. I think that's where all of us can grab a hold of this because there is somewhat to be, uh, 
in our world, we do tend to look at life as being what can I get out of it and what can I gain and what can I uh, be in terms of my own, you know, my well, own prominence. So much philanthropy. Um, I was talking to a fundraiser here in, the, in our area, and she was telling me, she said, I've never been in a community that was so transactional in their philanthropy. Yeah, yeah. Um, things like, you know, um, a special dinner or a gala kind of thing where you, you pay a big price for a plate, but you also get a nice meal and good entertainment. So there's something you get back for it versus disinterested benevolence, uh, a philanthropy that doesn't want something back, yeah. uh, that generosity that says, okay, this is, I'm truly being generous. There's nothing in this for me. It's all, it's all for you. That's a that's a different kind of philanthropy, and one that we, of course, I've, I think as a church, as Christians, we want to encourage that that truly generous heart that just simply says, "No, I want to give for the opportunity of giving." Like the poor churches in Macedonia, please let us be part of the gift. <laughs> we, we want to give too. Yeah. Well, and uh, that was one of the questions I kind of wanted to uh, look at a little bit closer. Was I don't know if I've ever heard anyone kind of go at the no pressure generosity from the from up front before. I mean, you know, that's that's a little bit dangerous, right? I mean, if <laughs> if no one is uh, really buying in, um, but given that that's one of the ways that as a group of people that come to the same building and worship together each week, it's a way that we do worship. Mm-hmm. Uh, together, but given that maybe someone, you know, people may shy away from this stance, or maybe at least verbally, I guess. What solidified this in you, or in staff, or to you know, or as Jeff, as you, you know, you're going to kind of get a piece of this now that in the upcoming weeks, <laughs> you know, what what has solidified that that this is you know the stance that we want to take, and that and what do we hope to, that we're going to gain from that as a church community from a no pressure from a no pressure. Well, I, I just think. That we have to think about who God is, and the lack of pressure there. I mean, he 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 gives us choice. He offers us freedom. He offers us a lot of things, but it's it's he doesn't doesn't push it down our throats. Yeah. Uh, it, it allows us to choose, make a choice, and be be uh, rational about that or or emotional, however we're wired a little bit. But it, it's, it's not a pressure tactic. Uh, I think part of part of being a grace filled church uh, has to be. Grace is a non-pressure thing. Uh, we we want to be gracious to the giver or the person who wants to give as well, and th- th- we we really don't gain anything from pressure. Um, you know, we can put pressure on, and you can actually achieve some good results with pressure. But are you creating generous people who have yeah. a generous heart, or are yeah. you just or are you just meeting the need of the day by either emotional term. appeal or guilt laid on, or just pure pure pressure from peers? Even yeah. I I also think too, and as we think of grace. I really want our church to understand that this grace extends and abounds. It, it, I mean, there's no end to it, which is really a, that's a really important piece to understand is that this is, we are in a, we are living in abundance. And even though it doesn't feel that way, we, you know, politically, you know, in our world today, it feels like there's so many limits on everything, but we have a God who, is you know he's the he owns the cattle in a thousand hills and we have so much that we aren't even we don't even need to count we don't need to measure that all we have to do is say god i have everything i need in you and now i i just need to help you or you need to help me be a, a better guy. yeah and no scarcity mindset yeah yeah uh, there's there there is there is enough right uh, because the, we worship the god who is enough 
Yeah. Well, and that, and you know, as we begin to wrap things up, the realization really is that that all is God's. I mean, should help us in this process. Yeah, not should. that it's going to make it, <laughs> it should help us. Not that it's going to make it, you know, easy. And it's a big step, though, that a lot, you know, probably wouldn't really be willing to readily admit that. Yeah, I struggle with this. Mm-hmm. But you know, the fact that we come in with nothing, we leave with nothing, and that God, it's all God's. We it hopefully will will help. And, and I wanted to touch on one thing off the takeaways this past week. And uh, you can find that actually in our church mobile app, which we'll uh, discuss here in a second. But uh, the one of the, I believe it was the last question said, "How will you be a generous person this week?" And so, not only that, but I'd also like to hear how you've struggled with this, or what this, you know, this whole no pressure thing affects you, or how not being a, a, a the, the oh. generosity martyr. If if any of these have been like a light bulb moment, because they have been for me. Putting things in just a slight, even just a slightly two, three degrees different perspective can really change your ideas about, man, maybe giving is a little bit easier than I thought. Maybe the, maybe the, the reason behind it and now all of a sudden becomes a little more clear and I, and I can feel like I'm doing something really good. And yeah, I guess I do have the extra, right? I, I can do this. So what we'd like you to do is if you have an idea of how this has maybe changed your perception, maybe put it into an action, or if you have some advice for someone who still may be stuck a little bit, a little idea here or there, if you would, just send us an email, podcast at hospitalchurch.org, or text us from the uh, church mobile app. And right there, you can see there'll be a share, a text, an email, send it however that works for you. And as we wrap it up, Andy again had some the towards the end of the of the of the sermon. He said, "When you feel prompted to be generous, think it through. Consider how you can be generous without suffering. Make a decision and finish what you started. Bring your gift of generosity to completion, because God loves a generous, a cheerful, generous giver." And I would also add that start small if you've never started. Make right. goals that you can achieve and build on top of that. Don't worry about how little that might seem. Uh, it's big to God because if you're taking that first step, that's a huge that's a huge thing. So just start small, let God lead where you would go from there. And so again, please do send those uh, either the the generosity stories of how you've uh, maybe done some good things and maybe a tip for someone who might be starting. And also just uh, if you uh, are struggling, we'd like to hear what it is. Maybe we have uh, maybe we have an idea or two up our sleeve. As we finish up, do join us in a person at nine thirty or twelve here at the Hospital Church in Orlando if you're local. Hospital Church. Org, and you can click on the watch live link on the main page and uh, 1045. If you're here, there's uh, amazing studies all across campus. And so next week we're doing what? We actually begin a new series. Um, so it's what's sort of, sort of weird. We started. That's a new what series. threw me under. <laughs> <laughs> there's as a series on top of a series. We're doing a 12 part series, one a month, okay. uh, approximately for the ne- for this year. Uh, oh, called from gotcha. the heart, things okay. that are on the pastor's heart that we'd like to talk to the people about. And um, we'll be sharing those once a month. And that's that first one of those is happens this week. This week. And then we go back to generosity one week. week. And then, then to inclusion Sabbath with Daryl Toll the next week and so on. And so on and yeah. so forth. And so you're you're on this week? Yes. All right. So there you go. Well, actually, it'll be Greg and me and some interviews with some young people. It'll be a variety of things. Nice, nice. Well, uh, as always, we want to uh, again, we're changing things up a little bit. Go back and check out last week's podcast, The Generosity Rule. There's some good things in there that will help you if you have haven't heard that yet to kind of uh, catch you up with where we are this week, because essentially we decided that we're not being called to be generosity martyrs, but merely sharing and giving from our abundance. And that should put us at ease and allow us to be creative and cheerful 
searching out individuals and causes we can support and impact. Definitely go back and check it out or any of these in the generosity series. This has really been um, an exceptional subject and um, a new perspective that you really don't want to miss out on. So you can check out any of uh, the rest of our podcast episodes by going to hospitalchurch.org slash podcast, and you can find everything on iTunes as well. So until next week and episode 35, this is Randy for Andy, Jeff, and Tom saying thanks for joining us, and we'll see you then.